In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, we need you, dear God. We can do nothing without you. Nothing without your power. Nothing without your anointing, dear Lord. Oh, saturate us here tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we give you all of the praise, all of the glory, and all of the honor. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Oh, it's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. I like what I feel here. In Jesus' name. If you have a Bible, let's turn to the book of 2 Chronicles, chapter 7. Second Chronicles, chapter 7, and beginning at verse, verse 11, thus Solomon finished the house of the Lord, and the Lord in the king's house, and all that came into Solomon's heart to make in the house of the Lord, into his own house, he prosperously effected. And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer and have chosen this place to myself for a house of sacrifice. If I shut up heaven, that there be no rain. Or if I command the locusts to devour the land. Or if I send pestilence among my people. If my people which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land. And by the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to talk about the key to getting his attention. The key to getting his attention. You can be seated tonight. The Bible teaches that Solomon here, after he has finished, he has completed um, building the house of the Lord and has finished his house as well, that the Lord appeared to Solomon by night. This is not the first time that the Lord appeared to Solomon by night. God appeared to Solomon um, the first time around and by night in a dream. And the Bible says that the Lord asked Solomon, what will you have for me to give you? And the Bible says that Solomon, you know, we would have thought of all the things that we think we need and that we think from we need and that we want the Lord to give us all of the monetary things of this life. But Solomon didn't ask for that. Solomon knew the, he knew the responsibility that was on his shoulders. And he knew that he was going to need some help from the Almighty God. He knew that it wasn't going to be by his own strength and by his own knowledge, but he was going to need some wisdom that comes from God Almighty. And Solomon asked the Lord, he said, give me, Wisdom, give me an understanding heart that I can, in other words, 
that I can lead this great people. And you'll read where the Bible says that the Lord was pleased with Solomon's speech. If there's anything I want, I want God to be pleased with me tonight. Amen. I want God to be pleased with my lifestyle. I want God to be pleased with what comes out of my mouth. Amen. I want God to be pleased with where I'm going and where I won't go. I want God to be pleased that I made up a mind, made up my mind that despite what my day was like this day, despite what I went through on the job, I got a made up mind that I'm going to come into the house of the Lord and that I'm not just going to show up, but honey, I'm going to get involved with what's going on tonight. Amen. I'm going to get my hands in the air. I'm going to lift up my voice. I'm going to leap for joy. You know what? I come to find out that I got to praise tonight and I can't let it stay on the inside. I got to shout it from the mountaintop. I got to let it be known that God is great and that he is greatly to be praised. There is none other like him tonight. Amen. None can compare to him. None beside him. For he is God all alone. He's God all by himself. Jesus' name. You can be seated tonight. And so the Lord told Solomon, because you've asked of this, I'm going to give you an understanding heart. I'm going to give you the wisdom that you are asking for. But not only that, I'm going to give you everything else you didn't ask for. No wonder Jesus said, if you would seek first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness, that everything else would be added unto you. You know, sometimes we get caught up in seeking after the thing more than we do the God of the thing. You know what? The Bible tells us that they worship the creature more than they do the creator. I want to turn that around tonight, and I want to worship the creator tonight. I want to bless his holy name tonight. Come on. I don't want to worship my money. I don't want to worship my car. I don't want to worship my home. I want to worship the Lord God, Jesus Christ. I come to bless him tonight, amen. I come to glorify him tonight. I come to lift him up where he belongs tonight. He and he alone is on the throne tonight. And I come to worship him with all of my heart, mind, and soul. You can be seated. So this wasn't the first time that the Lord appeared to Solomon. And here, the Lord begins to tell Solomon that he has, he has chosen this house, this place to himself for a house of sacrifice. I hope we know what we're here for tonight, amen? I hope we know we didn't just show up to be cute tonight. I hope we didn't know that we didn't just show up to go through the motions tonight. I hope we understand that this is a house of sacrifice tonight, amen? I heard by five people tonight, amen? You believe that tonight? Come on, the writer talked about offering up the, 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 the calves of your lips. In another place, the writer talked about offering up the sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of our lips. This is the house of sacrifice tonight, and I come to get down to business tonight. I come to lift up some praise unto the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I come with my evening sacrifice tonight, and I want God to accept it. I want him to consume it. I want fire to fall down tonight in this house. Amen? 
Come on, we need the Holy Ghost. We don't need church as usual. We need a supernatural move of the Almighty God in this place tonight. No, this is not just another Wednesday night. This is another night for me to get a hold of God. This is another night for me to be renewed, to be revived, to be restored. And I want to make the best of the opportunity that I have. Amen. I don't want this time to pass me by. Lord, don't pass me by. I know what I'm here for. I know what we came to do tonight. We came to get a hold of God. You can be seated tonight. This is a house of sacrifice. This is the place where we come and we bring our offering. We bring, you know what? I don't want to just offer up anything to God. Amen? I don't want to just give God anything. I want it to come from my heart tonight. I don't want to give God I've had a long day at work kind of praise. I don't want to give God a, I got a whole lot of things going on at, back at home and that's where my mind is so I can't give God what he deserves. No, I want to be like Abel. I want to offer up a more a excellent sacrifice. Amen. I don't want to just give him anything like Cain did. I don't want to do that tonight. I don't want to be guilty of that tonight. I want to give God what he deserves. He deserves my very best. He deserves everything that I have. He deserves all of my heart. He deserves all of my mind. He deserves all of my affection. All of my attention. Ought to be on him tonight. Amen. He deserves it all. He's worthy of it all. Amen. How many are glad that he gave you his all? Amen. Come on. He didn't give you a little bit. He gave you everything that he had. So in return, I want to give him everything that I have tonight. Because it belongs to him. It belongs to him. You can be seated tonight. He told them. He goes on and he tells Solomon. He says, if I shut up heaven. That there be no rain. For if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, he said, if my people, which are called by my name, I'm glad I know what name is on me tonight. I'm glad who I belong to, who I belong to tonight. I know that. You know, so many, they confuse that name. So many confuse him and think that he is one thing and, and think that he is this and that. But I'm glad that I know who he is tonight. And I'm glad that I know that just not any name has covered my life. I'm glad to know that when I went down, see that when his name gets placed on you is when you get buried in that name. That name is placed on your life. And I'm glad I know the, the importance of that tonight. I'm glad that I know that that's, it, that's just not some outward sign tonight. I'm glad that I know that unless I got that name called over me in baptism, my sins still remain. But thanks be to God that I know that I've been washed. I've been cleansed. I've been purified. I've been 
is sanctified. And it's not because of my own good. It's because of the name that is on my life. I'm talking about the name that is above every other name. Amen. At the name of Jesus, every knee is going to bow. Every tongue is going to confess to that name. You can be seated tonight. So if my people, which are called by my name, he said, where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them. How many believe that he's in the midst of us tonight? Amen. You know what? I believe that if we, if we knew who was here in the midst of us, we would act like it. Amen? I'm going to say that again. If we knew who and if we really believed the scriptures, if you really believe that Jesus is walking up and down these aisles, if you believe that he's passing and walking by you, I believe that we would respond the way that the people responded when he entered into that city and they realized that it was the fulfillment of what the prophet said and they picked the palm branches and they began to wave them. They began to cry, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. I believe we would praise him that way. I believe we would worship him that way if we really knew and believe that he was here tonight. I believe he's here tonight. I believe he is in the midst of us here tonight. And I come to bow down before him. I come to pour my heart out to him. I come to bless that holy name. I've come to lift up his name tonight. He's worthy of it. Come on, he's worthy of it. Don't look at me. Lift up your hands. Call upon that name that is above every other name. There's no other name like the name of Jesus. And how privileged we are to have that name on us. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, I want to praise him. I want to magnify him. I want to glorify him. I want to give him all of the glory and all of the honor because he is worthy of it tonight. There is none other like him. There is none other like him tonight. Worthy are you, Jesus. Oh, come on, somebody, lift that up tonight. Come on, lift up that name that is above every other name tonight. Come on, bless him. Glorify him. Come on, respond like you know that he's here tonight. He's here to touch us. He's here to heal us. He's here to fill us. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, you are holy. You are righteous. Oh God, there is none other like you, Jesus. I give you all of my heart, all of my mind. All of my soul, in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, worthy are you, dear God. Worthy are you, dear God. You are awesome. Come on, somebody. I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Give him the praise. Give him the glory. Give him the honor. Come on, young people. Lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. Close your eyes and bless that holy name. I love you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Thank you, Lord, for washing away all of my sins. Thank you, dear God, 
for filling me with the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, I bless you, Jesus. I give you the glory. I give you the honor. I magnify your holy name. Oh, there is none other like you, dear God. Oh, there is none other like you, dear God. Oh, in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Worthy are you, dear God. Worthy are you, dear God. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. In that mighty name of Jesus. In that mighty name of Jesus. I worship you. There is none other like you, dear God. Oh, you are my everything. Holy, holy, holy. Oh, the whole earth is full of your glory. In that mighty name of Jesus. In that mighty name of Jesus. In that mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. You can be seated tonight. He said, if my people, that's a big if, that's a big if, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves. You know, the writer tells us, teaches us, that God, he resisteth the proud. He gives grace unto the humble. I don't know about anybody else tonight, but I need God's grace to cover my life. And you'll find out that so many people think that it's weak to be humble, that you're weak if you're humble. But I'm going to tell you, you get a long way with being humble. You get a long way with God. And some might not believe it, but I'm going to tell you something. It's never too late for you to humble yourself and let God know that I've done it wrong, I've said it wrong, I've thought it wrong. Because you'll find out that Jesus takes note of those that are humble. The Bible tells us that two came to worship, to call upon God. And the first one that came in, he ran down the list of all of the things that he did right. And how that he was just glad that he wasn't like other men. And there was another individual that the Bible says that, you know, he wouldn't even, he stood afar off beating his, his chest and asking the Lord to have mercy on him, a sinner. And Jesus looked at him and he had to help them to understand that the, the second one went down to his house more justified than the first. And he talked about the importance of humbling yourself, being being humble, being broken. You'll find out that the Bible teaches in the Old Testament that there were kings during the time where the kingdom had been divided, that there were kings that they transgressed against God's word and God's law. Um, they were pretty, pretty bad kings. You'll, you'll read about individuals like Ahab. You'll read about individuals like Rehoboam, Manasseh. But in, in, in studying each one of these individuals' lives, you'll find out that in each and every one of their lives, 
that at some point they were faced with adversity or there was a problem that had occurred and now judgment is coming. And you'll find out that these individuals, they humbled themselves and God took note of it. The Bible talks about Manasseh. You think about the things that Manasseh did, the Bible says that he seduced the people and caused them to fall into evil. But you'll find out that the Bible says that in Manasseh's affliction, in a time of affliction, he humbled himself. And God took note of it. You'll find out that Rehoboam that responded to the people so harsh that caused the kingdom to be divided in the first place. That you'll find out that when Shishak came up against him, and they had him surrounded. And the prophet came and let him know that because you have transgressed and you have turned away from the word of the Lord, this is why this is happening. You'll find out that even old Rehoboam began to humble himself. And the Lord said, you know what? I'll give you a little. I'm going to back up off you a little bit. I'll give you a little bit of room. I'm not going to bring that judgment to you. God took note of it. Ahab, a wicked and perverted king that caused the people to transgress against God's word. When the word came from the prophet Elijah about what was going to happen to him in his household because of how him and Jezebel had took killed Naboth and took his vineyard, even God was shocked as he said, he told Elijah, look at how Ahab has humbled himself and because of it, he will, it will not happen in his day. The judgment is not going to come in his day. What are you saying? I'm telling you, it pays off to be humble. If you want to get God's attention, if you want God's grace, if you want God's mercy, then you're going to have to learn how to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. You're going to have to learn how to humble yourself in the sight of the almighty God. I want his grace. I want his mercy to flow into my life. But we're going to have to find a place where we can humble ourselves and be broken before the Lord and let God know that you're in charge. You, you call the shots, not me. You got it going, not me. I need his grace. You can be seated tonight. I want his attention, amen. I want God's eye to be on me, amen. I want God's eye to be on my home, amen. I want God to come and meet us here in this house, amen. Well, I'm going to have to be, come before him humbly. I can't come all lifted up. I can't come all proud and arrogant. I got to come in here and let God know I'm not worthy to be in your presence. I'm not worthy to call upon your name. But thank you, Lord, for allowing me to come. Thank you, Lord, for allowing me to come through the doors. Dirty, rotten sinner like me. Thank you for your mercy. I'm talking about getting his attention tonight, amen. I'm talking about where his eye is on you, amen. You can be seated tonight. They would humble themselves and pray. Pray. 
Prayer is important. It is important. And Jesus taught that that we are always to pray and to faint not. I got to remember that. I got to remind myself that on a daily basis. The answer is going to come through prayer, amen? It's not going to come any other way. It's not going to come by me trying to figure it out. It's not going to come by me trying to have a hold of things. It's going to come through prayer, amen? And I want to make it up in my mind that I want to be persistent in prayer, amen? I need to learn how that when some people, if the prayer is not answered right away, they give up. They throw in the towel. But you know what? I want to take the lesson from the woman that came to the unjust judge. That how she wanted to be avenged of her enemies. And the Bible says that that woman teaches that that woman wouldn't stop. She wouldn't give up. She wouldn't take no for an answer. Come on, we got to have a, that same kind of determination in prayer. I'm not taking no for an answer. I'm going to keep knocking. I'm going to keep knocking. I'm going to keep coming. I'm going to keep asking. I'm going to keep beseeching until my prayer is answered. I got to be persistent. I got to have a made up mind that I'm going to pray. Amen. Be seated tonight. The Bible tells us that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman availeth much. Effectual, fervent, full of zeal, passion. I got to learn how to pray like that. I want God to answer my prayer, amen? But I got to learn how to pray the way that Elijah prayed. That he prayed and the heavens were shut up for a certain amount of time. And then when he prayed after that time had passed, it was opened back up. I want to learn how to pray effectual and fervent. I don't want to come just giving God anything. But I want to lay it all out there on the line. I want to let God know that I am desperate for you. I am desperate for a touch from you. I want to be like Jacob, honey. I'm not letting go until you bless me. I'm not letting go until my need is met. I'm not letting go until I'm healed. I'm not letting go until I receive the Holy Ghost. I'm not letting go until things work out in the home. I'm going to pray. I'm going to call on him. Everything that I have, with all of my heart, mind, and soul, there are things that will rob us. You can be seated tonight. There are things that will rob us of our prayer time. There are people that will rob us of our prayer time. There are things that will cause us, you know, we'll give our all to everything in this life. But when it comes to prayer, we want to try to make it off of 10 and 15 minutes. No, Jesus came back to his disciples. They were asleep. He said, could you, not, could you not pray with me for at least an hour? Come on, can't you block out an hour just for me and devote your time and, and your energy without your mind wandering off and without you thinking about everything else? Listen, I want to be in tune. I want to get a hold of him. I want to connect with him. I want to talk to him. And I want him to talk back to me. 
somebody, we got to be a praying church, amen? Come on, we can't be a corner church. We can't be a going through the motions church. We got to be a praying church. We got to know how to call down fire from heaven. We can't allow this world to dumb us down. You can be seated tonight. Pray and seek my face. And turn from their wicked ways. In other words, repent. Turn around. Let go of that which is ungodly. Let go of that which is against God's word. You know, I want God to fall in this place. Amen? Each and every time we come to church, I want God to show up and I want him to fall. I want the rain to fall. Amen? Speaking about songs, I can remember as a young person, not quite understanding, you know, church and how things, real church, all right? I'm not talking, every, every place that calls itself a church is not a church. But I can remember sitting as a young person right here, this second pew right here, always on the edge. We always want the edge. We didn't want to sit in the middle. You know I ain't lying. I'm telling the truth. Everybody would fight for the edge of the seat. Nobody wanted to be in the middle. And I can remember as a young person, I would hear this song. And, and, and I, it was just as I was reading this just the other week. And that song came to mind. I can remember the song that was played, I Feel the Rain. I Feel the Rain. And I could remember sitting there, what rain are they talking about? Ain't no rain. It ain't raining in here. Something wrong. Somebody, yeah, what is the rain? But you know what? I wasn't familiar with the word of God. I didn't know that they were singing about the Holy Ghost. I feel the rain. I feel the rain. You know, we need the rain, amen? We need the rain to fall, amen? If the rain is going to fall, we're going to have to learn how to humble ourselves, Amen? We're going to learn how, have to learn how to pray and seek his face. Amen. We're going to have to turn from our wicked ways. Then he will forgive our sins. Then will he hear from heaven and forgive our sins and heal our land. Listen, I want our land to be healed. Amen. I want people to be saved. Amen. I, how many want your co-workers to be saved? Amen. How many want lost family members to be saved? How many want your children, your backslidden children, to come back to the house of the Lord and lift up their hands and pray back to in the Holy Ghost? Well, we got to learn how to pray, amen. We got to learn how to seek his face so the rain can fall. We need the rain. We need the rain, amen. Church without the Holy Ghost is just a social gathering. You can be seated tonight. It's just a social gathering. It's just people gathering. The, the difference between us in the religious world is that we got the rain in our church services, amen? We got the Holy Ghost. They don't have it, amen? We got it, amen? But if we come here and we don't have the rain, we're no different than they are. Oh, I want the rain tonight. I want it to fall tonight. I want God to consume us tonight. I want God to fill our hearts. 
We need it. Our children need it. Our marriages need it. Let us remain standing tonight. We don't need. I'm not, I'm not against dinners. I love to eat just like everybody else. That ain't going to save us. We don't need chicken dinners. We need the Holy Ghost to fall. That's what's going to save people. You'll find out we, want, we need his glory to fill this house. Amen? You'll find out that you read where Solomon, he's dedicating everything. He, he's dedicating the temple. He's dedicating the instruments and everything. And the Bible says that the, the musicians, as they begin to play, and that they were all making one sound in praise. They, that means they all was working together. It was all blending together. Do you know that when we come together and we're working together, everything is blending the way that it should be? You know what the result of is? The result of that is his Shekinah glory comes down. Amen? And he fills the house that we can't even stand behind this sacred desk. How many want those kind of church services? How many want his glory to fill this house? I need his glory. I need less of me and more of him. I need that kind of action. I need God to fill this house. I need God to fill my heart. We got to. I'm talking about things that is going to get his attention. That's going to cause him to come down. Amen. When he filled the house, the Lord filled the house after Solomon had dedicated and prayed and everything. He filled it. And you'll find out the people, they didn't just stand around. They weren't just standing and looking. But the Bible says that they fell on their faces. They began to call and cry out to God. They began to seek after him. They began to, as they realized that the glory of the Lord had filled that house, they begin to fall down. They begin to worship him and pour their hearts out to him. I'm going to tell you, in these last days that we're living in, we need more of God's glory. We need more of the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about things that are going to get his attention. And you know what? I want his attention. I don't, want, I don't want some girl's attention. I want God's attention. I don't want some young guy's attention. I, want, I don't want some big-headed guy that's probably going to pull me out of the church anyhow. I want God's attention. I want to get a hold of him. I want God to consume me. I want to give God all of my heart, everything that I have. I want his attention. I want his eye to be on me. I want him, I want his eye to be on our church. I want him to visit us every time we gather together. Anybody else want that? Come on, let's praise him. You really want that? Come on, lift up your voice and lift up your hands. Let's call upon him like we want that tonight. Come on. Come on, somebody, call on him. I feel him in this house. Come on, how bad do you want him to come down? How bad do you want him to fill this place? How bad do you want our young people to be filled with the Holy Ghost? Come on, how bad do you want it? Come on, somebody, call on him. Seek out for him. Come on, humble. 
humble ourselves and pray and seek his face and turn from our wicked ways then will he hear from heaven he will forgive our sins and he will heal our land. Come on, I'm going to tell you we're in a city that needs great healing. Come on, they don't need a social gathering. They need an apostolic church service to come to. They need the Holy Ghost. They need the power of God. Come on, somebody, call on them like that. Seek out them. Lift up your voice. Lift up your hands and call upon the name of the Lord. I feel him in this house. Come on, I want to get his attention. Come on, I want him to come down. I want him to dwell amongst us. Oh, come on, young people, open your mouth. Lift up your voice. Lift up your hands and talk to him tonight. Come on, I need you, Jesus. Come on, we need you, Jesus. We can't do it without you, Jesus. We need your presence. We need your anointing. We need that anointing that destroys the yoke. Oh, have your way in our hearts. Have your way in our minds. Oh, this altar is open tonight. Somebody come with your heart lifted with your hands. Come on, let's call upon him tonight. Let's seek after him tonight. Let's search after him with all of our hearts tonight. Somebody call on that name. Somebody call on that name tonight. I love you, Jesus. I bless you, Jesus. I exalt you, Jesus. I give you all of the praise, all of the glory and the honor. Or 